Welcome to another episode of Scientology Spy Files. I'm your host, Mark Headley. And today we are going to cover an internal Scientology document from the spy wing of Scientology, the Office of Special Affairs. And this document is a very, uh, it's a fun document today. Um, but uh, it has to do with Tom Cruise, Siri Cruise, and myself, and, um, and Walmart. Uh, of all places. And um, this document's interesting because what had happened was, um, uh, well, I'll just tell you the whole story because in order to explain, in order for the document to make sense, I need to kind of explain um, what happened. So um, if you've watched uh, previous episodes of the Scientology Spy Files, you'll know that um, we had a contact at the international headquarters of Scientology that was delivering materials to the property. And um, we had escaped from the Scientology compound a year before. And during the time that I worked at the compound, I knew this person. He wasn't a Scientologist. He was a vendor that lived in the town of Hemet, which is right next to the Scientology headquarters. And he would deliver materials to the base. And I knew him for many, many years. And uh, he was a great guy. And um, his name was Rich. Um, Rich has since uh, passed away, so um, I don't mind uh, saying his name. Um, anyway, uh, Rich would deliver materials there. And since we were trying to um, help somebody escape from that property, which we eventually did, and that's in a Scientology Escape series on this channel. Um, but when we were trying to get in contact with this person that was at the base and we were talking to Rick on a regular basis, um, Rick would just call us if anything had come up or anything had happened. And his wife um, heard a story from one of her friends in Hemet. And um, this woman's, woman's name was Tressa. And Tressa was at Walmart shopping in Hemet. And a woman from the international headquarters of Scientology, her name was Hillary Lucas. She was in the public relations department and she was at Walmart shopping and she was shopping for baby things like toys and clothes and stuff like that. And when she was in the Walmart um, getting these things, this woman, Tressa, that she knew was walking down the aisle and Tressa's like, oh, hello, Hillary. And um, I guess they, she had known Hillary because uh, the Scientology compound puts on these public facing events in, um, in Gilman Hot Springs, fundraisers and local charity events in order to kind of gain acceptance in the, in the local community. Anyway, so Tressa's walking through the island Walmart. She sees, sees Hillary with a shopping cart full of baby stuff. And she says, hey, uh, Hillary, what are you doing? And then Hillary is uh, being very coy about it and like, oh, yeah, you know, there's no children at the international headquarters. So you can only guess who I'm getting these um, presents for. And at the time, um, Tom Cruise had just had a daughter and he was going to be traveling to the international headquarters. And, um, and I guess Siri was going to be traveling there with him. And so Hillary was likely sent out to Walmart to get some of these items together so that when Siri get, got there, they could have some toys and they could give her some gifts and stuff like that, baby gifts. Well, nobody at the international headquarters has babies 
um, Sea Org members are not allowed to have children. So it's a very rare occurrence that someone from the headquarters of Scientology would be buying baby stuff, unless it was a prop or, uh, or something they needed, sets or props they needed for uh, one of the films that we would shoot there. So Hillary makes out. She basically, without saying, I'm buying gifts for Surrey, she tells this um, non-Scientology woman that she knows at Walmart that she's essentially buying some gifts for Surrey. Okay, that happens. Now, Tressa speaks to Rich's wife, the guy that was the vendor. She tells the story to Rich's wife, and then Rich, Rich's wife tells him the story. Then he calls us and tells us the story. Then I pick up the phone and talk to this reporter from the New York Post, and I tell him the story. And then he is able to, I tell him exactly the backstory that, of all the things I just told you. And then I think he actually ended up talking with Tressa directly, um, who saw, who's the one who ran into Hillary and, and the whole thing happened to. Okay. That's the backstory. Let's read the document. Okay, so let's pull it up here. It is from May 30th, 2006. This is to the Deputy Commanding Officer External, OSA International. That's the Office of Special Affairs International, which is the internal spy wing of Scientology internationally. It's from the External Security Chief, which is Kirsten Pedersen. Um, there's a copy, copies going to the Deputy Inspector General Legal Affairs for RTC, WDC OSA, the Commanding Officer of OSA International, and the Invests Chief OSA International. If you don't know those, you got to go back and look. I can't explain every single title, every single video, but these are all the, the chief spies that run all the other spies in Scientology. These are the executives within Scientology that manage the spy network for Scientology. It says re steps. Let's see, it says, uh, and then it has the date again, 2000, May 30, 2006. The current steps we are doing to determine how BFG learned of the Hillary Walmart incident and how this leaked to the media are as follows. BFG is blown for good. That's me. I was posting as a poster called Blown for Good on the Internet. And I also posted the story at the exact same time it came out in the New York Post, like a little bit of a one-two punch. And I think I might have given them all the backstory as well uh, on the post that I did on the Internet. Okay, quote, May 7th. This is the actual quote from the article that was in the New York Post. May 7, 2006. Surrey may be Hollywood and Scientology royalty, but that didn't stop the filthy rich church from shopping for the Tomcat offspring at the glamour-challenged Walmart. A public relations staffer at the church's sprawling desert retreat in Hemet, California, known as Gold Base, last week scooped up supplies for the newborn daughter of Tom Cruise and fiancé Katie Holmes at the chain's local store, sources say. Among items Hillary Lucas loaded into her cart were baby blankets, bottles, pacifiers, and toys, according to a non-Scientologist who supplies services to Gold Base and witnessed the buying binge. You'll never guess who these are for, said Lucas, according to the source. Tom Cruise's baby? Question, the supplier asked. You didn't hear it from me, Lucas winked. The news got a curt response from Lucas. Nothing I bought there would be of interest to your paper. Maybe some ribbon, some toilet tissue, Lucas told the Post's Philip Rashia. 
I don't know anything about that person you're talking about, but insiders say there can be no other explanation. Everyone at Gold Base is a Sea Org, Scientology's highest stratum whose members commit for life, and they're all prohibited from having kids, said a former Gold Base staffer who left the church. Who else could they be shopping for? NewYorkPost.com, end quote. Okay, so Hillary um, has already lied. I mean, she had a very uh, short statement that was included in the article, and, and that was a lie because she obviously knew this person, and that person knew her because otherwise, um, how would anybody know that this actually happened? So um, she says she doesn't know anything about this person. Now, let's see what they do in the document. One, these are the steps that they're going to do to sort this out. One, comm line checks are being done. That just means people that that person talks to, communication lines. One, comm line checks are being done on Tressa Nicole. Also, the, the woman was never mentioned in the article. So the fact that they know exactly who it is proves that Hillary was lying because how would they know the woman's first and last name if, if Hillary didn't know anything about that person? Comline checks are being done on Tressa Nicole for the time period concerned. We are eight seeing the pro, so we get these this week. So essentially, they're going to get her phone records. That's what this means. Comline checks. That means they're going to get her phone records and see who she talked to on the phone to figure out who are connected to this story. And it says, we are eight seeing the pro, so we get these this week. That is the professional person that either hacks your phone account or buys them from somebody at the phone company or however at the time they were getting these. We did cover on a previous spy file where they had several months of every single phone call that I had made on a cell phone and listed them all out and how long we talked and everything. So we know that they can get, the, that they can get people's personal phone records from the cell phone companies. Two, Chuck Beatty will be suitably contacted by a friend and asked a question regarding his media lines. The New York Post will be mentioned and reference made to the Walmart story. So Chuck Beatty was another person who had escaped from Scientology and was also posting stuff on the Internet. And he was very um, vocal on the Internet in the ex-Scientology and the Scientology Expose sort of uh, threads and chats and servers, if you will, at the time message boards. And they had a friend of his who was also a media person that actually worked at Vanity Fair and some of these other news organizations who was a legitimate journalist that was a Scientology spy as well. So if a Scientology story would be brewing, he was the sort of the go-to guy on Scientology stories. And so people would contact him and then he'd give the info back to Scientology on who was working up a story so Scientology could spike it before it ever got up uh, to any momentum. He will be gotten talking on this subject so the friend can, de can determine all Chuck knows about the incident and how it went down. Three, suitable contacts will be made to two known natural enemies of Tressa's. Two people she has had legal fights with in the last year to get whatever information they have as to her contacts and activities. So now this is getting really crazy because this woman just ran into Hillary at Walmart and just told somebody what happened. Now they're going to contact 
two known natural enemies of this person. This person is not a Scientologist. This person has nothing to do with Scientology. This person ran into a Sea Org member at Walmart. And this is what she's going to get. Um, two people she has had legal fights with in the last year to get whatever information they have as to her contacts and activities. And then it has in parentheses, neighbor, Laura Gannow, who Tressa attempted to get a TRO against, and a guy Tressa sued for non-payment of $5,000 in 2005. Four, if we still don't have the answer from the above steps, work out the next steps, steps to be done based on the new data learned so this can be cracked. Okay, so Hillary runs into somebody. We tell, she tells this, uh, tre the Tressa gal, the Tressa woman then speaks to uh, Rick's wife and then Rick's wife or Rich, is it Rich or Rick? I can't remember. I think it's Rick. Um, Rick's wife then tells Rick, Rick tells us, and then I tell the New York Post and then they kind of contact everybody involved. Um, I'm going to see, I'm going to reach out to the journalist that did this and see if there's anything that happened on his end and what maybe what happened, um, if he even remembers. I mean, this was in 2006. I think he's still a media. I think he still works in the, the media. He's been, he you know, he's worked from Us Magazine to New York Post to uh, Fox News. He's worked all over the place. Um, but the fact that they're going to go so hard on this woman, oh, and that is the last page of the document. Um, the fact that they're going to li literally, this woman just mentioned a, an encounter she had at Walmart and they're going to dig up everything they can get on her from these two people that she's had some issues with in her life to find out if they can give her any dirt on this person. But this is never, this, this woman's never going to have anything to do with this ever again. She just happened to be at Walmart the same time as her. So it's kind of crazy that they go so hard, so quickly on somebody um, that just ran into somebody at the uh, supermarket. And, and if we'll go, if we go back to the first page, you, the, this story about buying some toys at Walmart, they is involving one, two, three, four, five, six people on paper. Of course, the only reason that this is even being done is because Tom Cruise and Siri Cruz were mentioned and Katie Holmes at the time were mentioned in this article. And now, um, if Tom, if this gets on Tom's lines, then Dave needs to say, oh, it was just some rando uh, woman from Hemet who happened to run in to Hillary. Um, but even the part of, I do think it's funny that Scientology's got $3 billion, but they're not going to, they're going to spend the least amount of money possible to get some very, very economical gifts for Surrey. They're not going to, uh, what's that place? Uh, FAO Schwartz or whatever it is in, uh, in New York, that toy store. They're not going there. They're not going to Gimbel's. That's for sure. They're not even, they're not even going to Macy's in Hemet. They're going to Walmart. Um, and also, the fact that uh, Hillary just blatantly lies. And I don't think I um, this may. No, I'm pretty sure that Hillary may or may not have been taken out of the public re relations department after this happened, because I do have crew lists and and other documents from the property after this time where she's not in that department anymore. So this could have been the last 
her last little stint in the uh, public relations department at Golden Air Productions. Hillary used to be, when I was there, and we were in the cinematography uh, division there at Golden Air Productions, shooting on 35-millimeter film and video for all their different promotional products. Um, Hillary was the cinematography unit's public relations person. So if we were out on a shoot on location or something like that, she would be the one making sure that we weren't going to, you know, pee in anyone's Cheerios by what we were doing. And she'd kind of smooth over anything if if there were any flaps, any uh, problems uh, that we were having with the shoot or if uh, the police came and our permit wasn't right or she was the person that was supposed to smooth all that out for us. And um, and it looks like part of that later on included her buying uh, gifts for celebrity children, uh, uh, Scientology celebrity children at the uh, international property. Um, we are going to keep covering um, Spy Files. I think that this may be the last of the blown-for-good spy files that are in um, one folder. There might be other blown-for-good-related documents, but they're not in this one folder that we've been dig- we've been going through. And, um, and I'm not sure exactly why it just ends. Um, they may have um, they may have pushed all of this over to the professionals and gotten rid of any other internal documents. We'll have to see. There's forty thousand pages of these spy files, so it's very possible that we'll come across um, other ones that have to do with blown for good. Myself, um, but there are some of the documents that we're going to cover in, up, in upcoming episodes. I think the next one I want to uh, the next ones that I want to start doing are media related uh, spy files. And those spy files, I'll just give you a little heads up of what we've got coming. There's spy files that cover uh, uh, things that were being done with Larry King uh, to keep him from doing stories on Scientology. Anderson Cooper. There's a ton of stuff that they did against Anderson Cooper. And I want to say that Scientology to this day still operate an Anderson Cooper hate site um, based on the interviews that he did that was called, um, I think it was called uh, abuse or it was, it was basically talking about the physical violence that was happening um, at the hands of David Miscavige at international uh, base Scientology's headquarters um, and, um, and there's a lot of things that, of uh, these co- files, spy files cover that happened before he ended up doing that. And also how they basically had an embargo on any Scientology stories being done by Larry King, Anderson Cooper, and Barbara Walters. They had, Scientology had, had essentially had these guys locked up that they wouldn't do any bad stories on Scientology in effort to gain the trust of Scientology and have David Miscavige do an interview with any one of those three people. So there are quite a few uh, internal uh, spy files, Scientology spy files that have to do with media, um, lying to them, um, sort of um, giving them hope that David Miscavige would do an interview, but at the same time, making sure they know if they do one anti or, or bad article or, or story on Scientology, then it's off the deal is off the table. They're not going to get the interview. Um, and then some of the other files we're going to cover are the programs against individuals. Um, I might even have some of those individuals come on when we talk about their files. It depends. Some of these programs 
have so much despicable things in them. Um, and that's sort of why I haven't gone into detail on those or, gone, or covered those on the channel. Because some of the things, although they're made up um, and they're insinuated in a lot of cases, it still might not be the most comfortable thing to talk about on YouTube with the actual person. So we'll have to see um, if there's any of those that we can actually do on YouTube and um, and if we can get some of those people involved uh, that are being talked about in the documents. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, joining us for another edition of Scientology Spy Files. And we will see you on the next one. Thank you very much.